Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here's what's cooking on the day. Sports Stove, a local hour. We are completing our EKU football position preview with the defensive backs. We're going to talk with cornerback coach Chris Franklin. We're also going to talk with safety coach Mike Dietzel. And cornerback John Blunt Jr. joins the show as well. That's what's cooking on the day. Sports Stove, local hour. McKinney looks, sets to the pocket, throws open, receiver, touchdown! Colonels, we're not done yet! Our identity is we're going to press for 40 minutes, we're going to play up-tempo, we're going to play with unbelievable passion, and then our brand is the most exciting 40 minutes in sports. Welcome in to an all-new edition of the Sports Stove Local Hour presented by Mad Mushroom Pizza. Serving Colonel since 2016, Mad Mushroom is located right across the street from EKU's campus and is well known as the home of the original cheese sticks. Whenever I visit Mad Mushroom Pizza, I like to go inside, sit down, have a drink. I drink a nice little soda. I get some pizza, some cheese sticks. They also serve adult beverages now uh, as well. Next time you're in town, make sure you stop in because I know you're coming to town soon. Football season's right around the corner. So stop into Mad Mushroom. Tell them the Sports Stove sent you. you get $5 off your purchase of $20 or more. Or you can order online, madmushroom.com. Use the code SPORTS5. That's S-P-O-R-T-S and the number 5, SPORTS5. And you can claim that discount of $5 off any order of $20 or more. Mad Mushroom, feed your head. And we at the Sports Stove are feeding your EKU desires. We're giving you the continued breakdown of the EKU football team. There's other stuff going on in the world of EKU sports, volleyball, soccer, specifically off and running, and uh, looking forward to, to exciting times in those seasons as well. But today, our focus is solely on the defensive backfield of EKU. We've got three great guests for you. Chris Franklin, the cornerbacks coach, comes on. We had a, a phenomenal conversation with him. Uh, Mike Dietzel, the safety coach, a guy with so much experience. We talked about uh, professional football, what comes after, and what he's seen in his time in the XFL, as well as much more. And then cornerback John Blunt Jr. joins the show. Uh, I loved one thing. You'll hear it. But I asked him a question, and he said, you'll see. So there we go. So uh, they, they kind of get you ready for what's ahead with the interview with John Blunt Jr. Had a great time with him as well. Uh, excited about these interviews, and so I want to go ahead and get you right into them. Our first interview is going to be with cornerback coach Chris Franklin, uh, the Western Kentucky alum, 
Uh, and he talks about what he's brought with him as a player, now coach, and uh, and the guys in his room as well. Here's the interview with Coach Franklin. We are joined now by EKU's cornerback coach, Chris Franklin. Coach, thanks for being with us. Sure appreciate it. No problem. No problem. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. Now, you've been around the room a little bit, right? Uh, you, oh, yeah. You, you were in the safeties. You're at cornerbacks now. And uh, does is there that big of a difference between the two rooms? Uh, it, it just depends on, you know, when we're talking about the skill sets. You know, safeties, you know, they got to be able to fit the box and they got to be able to also play the pass uh, and, and man coverage and, and, and cover the, um, the deep middle. Um, but then you talk when you look at corners, it's more their skill set is just more. Uh, just basically their man and being able to be be able to transition in and out of breaks uh, and, and those sort of things. They don't they're not really uh, present in the run game as much. Um, and so it's not like I said, it's not a big, big difference. But, you know, individually, when you when you start training those guys, you know, it's, it's hard if you got one coach coaching both corners and safeties because you got to you got to develop them uh, differently. So, so yeah, it's, it, it, it could be a little challenge if you just got one, uh, one DB coach there. Do you like playing better or coaching better? <laughs> I gotta be, I, I, I obviously, uh, you know, us coaches, we, we, we get into this thing because we still got that itch. Um, yeah. I love playing, uh, love playing the game. Um, and, and when I couldn't play no more, when, it, <laughs> when life told me, you know, Hey, sit your old butt down, <laughs> Uh, I had to figure out how I was going to get my itch, how I was going to get that fixed. And uh, so I, I had to get into coaching. Do you have times where you sit there and tell tell the old war stories to the guys? Oh, yeah, you got to. Because <laughs> here's, here's the thing. They always think, you know, oh, coach, you wasn't this, you wasn't that, or oh, you you can't hold me, coach. Or, you know, so you got to tell them, hey, man, I, I used to do this thing too now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, uh, this year you you lost an All-American, A-Sun Defensive Player of the Year, uh, as he transferred out, but that's pretty mm-hmm. normal nowadays where there's yeah. constant movement and stuff like that. Uh, you've got uh, John, John, we'll talk to John here in a little bit as well. Okay. He returns and, and, you know, has been a, a big piece, especially last year on this team. Mm-hmm. You kind of got both you and the safeties. They, there's a lot of new faces. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. How are you handling in coaching specifically that constant transition of players? Well, here's here's the thing with that you you've got to establish a base, and you once you once you establish that foundation for the guys um, that already that's already here, it makes it easier for guys transitioning in, and and so the guys that are like just like you talk about John uh, and Josh Hayes, who's who's been here for a while now, um, they can help you uh, ease those new guys in and, and get them up to speed on how we do things around here. Um, and our mentality, how we how we approach game day, how we approach practice, and things of that nature. How are those guys stepping up leadership wise with the subtractions that you've had? Not just again, not just with the cornerbacks, but with the safeties too. There was leaders there, and now, and Joe, of course, mm-hmm. Joe Sales is still there in the safety room. But um, how has that leadership grown, either with the guys that are still here or even the new guys that have come in? I think you. I think, for example, uh, Josh uh, and, and, and John. Um, they both have stepped up in a, in a major way um, this fall, uh, this fall camp. And I kind of I kind of pulled them to the side and told them, hey, you know, we, we, we lost some production there with, with Davion and and uh, uh, the other guys that that wound up leaving our program. But, you know, 
we still got you guys here and we're going to win with you guys and, and we expect you guys uh, to perform and, and the guys that we bring in here to bring them along. Um, and we can't miss a beat just because we, we lost uh, some some guys there. Um, and so they've taken the challenge uh, and they've prepared with a chip on their shoulder. And I, I think they've done really well this uh, this past fall. I want to talk about no, top fall camp. Yeah, I want to talk about a couple of these guys. Let's start with John, since we are going to talk with him later. Uh, he started his career at Western, which you're familiar with. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but John, you know, it seems like at least again, I've told all the coaches this. I'm just I'm an I'm an amateur looking in from the outside. But John seemed to grow as the season went on last year. Uh, more productivity as the season went on and stuff like that. He's got good size, uh, mm-hmm. got experience now too. So when you look at John, is there was there one area that you're looking for a step up for him? Um, oh, most definitely. Was, okay, most definitely. So with John, you know, me and the rest of the defensive staff, we just talked to him. Uh, through spring and through this uh, fall camp and, and told him, man, we want to see him get more physical. Um, like you talk about, he's got really nice size um, and he's got some quickness. He's got some natural ability at corner and length. Uh, and he's a smart player, um, but he, he, he never fully, um, you would never fully see him be aggressive in attacking last year. Um, and it really, because last year was his, real, his first time truly getting a lot of reps. John started out at McNeese, went to uh, a junior college, then went. To, I, I wound up uh, recruiting him at Western Kentucky while I was there. And then when he left there, you know, and I, I, I recruited him here. Um, so he never really had a lot of playing experience. And so he grew, like you said, he grew as the season went um, last year. Um, he had his ups and downs, and uh, we look forward to him, you know, taking on that 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 leadership role this year and being, like I said, a more physical presence uh, for us. Yeah, last year uh, he had 18 tackles, eight pass breakups. Uh, will that physicality lead to uh, turnovers, interceptions, things like that? Oh, yes, yes, most definitely. And, ta- and, and tackles for loss because uh, he, he missed a couple of those. And, you know, it was a matter of his fixing his technique and uh, how he approaches uh, uh, tackles and, and open space and, and so him being more physical, being more aggressive uh, on ball carriers is definitely going to lead to more takeaways um, and, and, and more in, interceptions uh, to come his way as well. You mentioned Josh a moment ago. Josh Hayes, he started out at Purdue uh, and has been now at EKU for a couple of years. Um, Josh, again, decent size uh, with him as well. Um, he's been around a lot of teaching uh, throughout his throughout his college oh, yeah. career as well. So um, Josh is that. Uh, I don't know a better way to say it. He's the old man. Uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's old man Rivers. That's what we call him. I call, I call him old man Rivers. I, I, I kid with Josh all the time. Josh has been through a lot with injuries and, and, and battling um, each season, uh, trying to, you know, battle for a starting job and, and, and battling injuries as well. And so, uh, but, but Josh brings, like you said, a lot of knowledge and a lot of wisdom because he's had uh, multiple coaches throughout his career. Uh, you have a transfer this year from Georgia Southern uh, that is expected to see time, Deonta Bembry. Um, make sure I say that yes. correctly. Yep. Um, he comes over from Georgia Southern. He's He's got a lot of experience under his belt uh, playing, and it looks like about 30 games there at Georgia oh, yeah. Southern. And I've talked about this with the D-line coach. I've talked about it with the linebackers coaches. That experience, when you add experience, especially when you lose so many pieces in the defensive backfield, that's got to mm-hmm. be – uh, uh, kind of a breath of fresh air, so to say. 
Oh yeah, most definitely. And that was our that was our whole goal this offseason is to try to find, you know, with with the um, loss of Ross, uh, trying to find somebody who could come in and not just be um, an added piece, but someone with some some experience, somebody who has that game experience because there's nothing like the game experience. You can you can be a very talented player, but it's not when those when those bombs start going over your head, you know, and you got to be able to bounce back and you got to be able to take the good with the bad. Um, and that experience helps you. Um, so we're, we're excited to see what he's going to do uh, for us this season. He's a little shorter compared to some of the other guys. He's listed yeah. as 5'9". So yeah. um, there's some things you just can't teach or just can't coach. Uh, so size is one of those things. You can't control how, how tall they are. Yeah. Um, but how much of, of his game is instinctual? I think that, you know, you mentioned his size and, and we just had our scrimmage uh, on Saturday, and that was one of the first things that uh, myself and Coach Willis pointed out was that, you know, he's small, but he's definitely throwing his body around in there uh, when he's in the, into the boundary. He's triggering in the run game instinctively, uh, and he has some really good transitions, so he he's able to, you know, sometimes beat the ball uh, to the man, uh, and he's able to beat blockers just with speed. So if he can utilize all his tools, God-given tools, I think he'll be he'll he'll be just fine. Yeah, there's been a lot of really good 5-9 cornerbacks oh, yeah. uh, throughout history. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Matt, Matthew Valentine. Uh he's not short. He's 6'3, no. listed as 6'3 at least. Yes. 205. He's also uh uh was uh at the College of the Canyons for the yep. last 3 years. So yep. he comes over there as well. He gives you a different different dynamic than what Benbury brings you. Yeah. Um, what do you like out of him? What have you seen out of him since he's since he's been on campus? Well, 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 Matt, man, that's the big, that's a big tall glass of water right there. He, <laughs> it's what you want him to look like. He's the biggest corner in our room, um, and he's a raw athletic talent. Now he hasn't had a whole lot of game experience as far as uh, college. I mean, ju- he has junior college experience, but not you know, you know, uh, regular, you know. FCS or Division One experience, so um, he comes to us, like I said, as a big raw uh, athlete, a work at clay, who you know that I'm ready to mold, and he's done a really good job this this uh, summer camp, uh, just coming in, adapting, and learning um, really and truly how to play the position with his size. So I'm looking, you know, I'm 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 very excited about him. Last year we had Roy. Roy Baker was a huge, a big corner for us, um, and so we got another big corner with Matt, um, and, and hopefully he can, you know, do the things that I, I know and that I see that he can do uh, for us. Do you like that raw talent? Because it seems like the raw talent is what coaches like because then they can kind of mold and shape and teach. Maybe they don't have as many bad habits as some of the guys who Most are. Most definitely. Most definitely, and when we talk about that, that's that's what Davion was like, uh, you know, for us. Because you know, he was just a true athlete. He wasn't a real corner. We moved him over uh, from receiver, and you know, I got to put my hands on him and kind of, you know, mold him and, and teach him some things, and you know, see what you see where how he took the teaching last season and, and what he what he done with it. Um, and so that's the thing, like with those big athletic guys who just are uh, uh, clay. You can do what you want to do with them, and you can make them how you know how you want them to make. And uh, like I said, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to, to work with Matt. Yeah, we talked with Davion a couple times last year, and you know talked about that transitioning. And you know, he said at first 
he wasn't happy about the move to cornerback. But I mean, now he would, he told me, yeah, this is the best thing that's happened to me. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. It, it was I told the right him, fit. Oh, yeah. I told him, I said, hey, man, sometimes us coaches know what we're talking about. Now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, you know, kids, kids want to be on the field. And mm-hmm. it seems like if you tell them, hey, if you'll do this, you're going to get time on the field. And, and they tend, even if they are not super happy about it, they'll tend to do it because they know it's playing time. And right. that's pretty crucial. Right, right. Most definitely. Now, did um, uh, did Matt was he always a cornerback? Was he always a defensive back? Uh yeah. So when he was in high school, he played a little bit of quarterback, um, uh, and then he played some safety as well. And then while he was at College of the Canyons, he he did both corner and safety. Um, he a lot of the people that was recruiting him uh, wanted him to play safety, but I just you know I saw saw that size, and I, and I just got to thinking, man, you can't. There's no substitute for that out there on the edge uh, as a corner. And if I can get him to, you know, uh, do the things that he needs to do to to be an elite corner, man, I think he could he could be that. So, yeah. Is there is there a a big difference between covering outside versus the slot? Oh yeah, oh yeah. And you know, I would argue that it's just as it's it, it may be harder covering in the slot. Um, because you, generally you have quicker, smaller guys that's going to, you know, there's speed, speedsters. But then on the other hand, you look on the outside, the whole thing about covering on the outside is that you're outside by yourself. <laughs> you're out there on that island. And you're at any given moment, you're going to get exposed. Even if it's covered too and you're and the receiver's running down the field, everybody in the stands, all they say is you chasing them, chasing the receiver down. So they say, ah, the corner must have got beat even though that was not your responsibility. So it's, it's difficult. It, it, it comes, you know, playing corner, you got to have a different mindset. Uh, and, and, you know, I played it, and, and that it, it helps me be able to relate to them. Um, but, but yeah, man, it's, 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 it's differences. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things you watch. Again, I'm slower. I've always been slower than dirt, so that was never an option for me to cover anybody. Uh, but nonetheless – there it is. Uh, do you guys? I, I think I know the answer to this, but do you guys stick guys on the side so you have a guy that plays on the right side pretty much all the time? A guy that plays on the left side all the time, or do you like the matchup? Nah. So it's. I mean, generally, I let those guys play right and left wherever the ball. You know, we don't do boundary. We don't do field and boundary corner, uh, and so they just line up left and right. And you know, if there's a matchup throughout the game uh, that we're preparing for if I think that we need to exploit it or you know something that we need to consider then we'll say all right hey I want you specifically on this on this guy here or I want you to specifically work into the boundary but for the most part we have we hadn't done that um but uh you know it's we you you would love to have that option and I think we do have that option with the amount of talent and and the guys that we got to be able to say hey all right we need I need my older experienced guy always on such and such so yeah that that that, that that's that's what we have second year in the a sun is there a team on the schedule that you're looking at and you just like scheming against you like preparing for and you're really excited for the team to play this year um you know it okay so i if i had to pick one team i'm gonna say central arkansas just because yeah. we've had so many battles with them. We had played them twice in one year, and then last year we came went down. And, you know, that's become a, a small rivalry for us. 
Um, and, you know, I actually, because I coached before in 2017 and 18, I coached at Arkansas Tech, which is about 30 minutes away from Conway uh, in Russellville, Arkansas. Um, and so I'm familiar with that program. And, you know, the first year we played them, I knew some of the guys on the staff. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I, I, I kind of like, I, I like, uh, I like that matchup. Every year I'm looking forward to Central Arkansas. Uh, and their corners coach actually played for me at Arkansas Tech. So uh, I like talking stuff to him. I talked, I, I was talking mess to him at the convention uh, uh, this past January. Uh, and so, so we get into recruiting battles over guys, and I'm like, hey, you know, don't go for, don't go for the the, the pupil. Go to go to the student. I mean, go to the uh, go to the teacher. Yeah, go to the teacher, man. He was a pupil. <laughs> That's great. No, but I, I, you know, I, I, those guys do a, a a really good job over there. They got a really good program, and I just kind of like that. I like that um, that you know those those battles that we've had so far. Love it. Uh, I close all my interviews with this question. We got a sponsor, Mad Mushroom, sponsoring the show this year. So I ask. When you're ordering a pizza, what is your go-to toppings? What do you got to have on a pizza? Man, definitely got to have pepperoni, you know. And I love so I love a good pepperoni and bacon and maybe some ham. Okay. There, you know, I shouldn't I shouldn't eat all of that. <laughs> uh, that's how I gained all this daddy weight. But uh, that's what I love: pepperoni, bacon, some throw some ham on there, and I'm ready. To, and, and you know, I'm good. You got to splurge sometimes, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Coach Franklin, uh, coach in the corners again this year and excited about what's ahead. You got a fun room, uh, and a lot of some new faces for us to learn and get to know this year, but excited about what's ahead for you. Good luck. This Mad Mushroom Pizza is now a proud sponsor of the Sports Stove Podcast. Mad Mushroom, home of the original cheese sticks. Proudly serving EKU's campus, Mad Mushroom offers Colonel's amazing pizza, cheese sticks, wings, grinders, and so much more. Next time you visit, tell them the sports stove sent you, and you get $5 off any order over $20. Or visit online, madmushroom.com, and when you order, enter the code SPORTS5, SPORTS5, and you'll get that $5 off any order over $20. Mad Mushroom, feed your head. Welcome back into the show. Thank you to Coach Franklin for taking some time to chat with us. Sure enjoyed that conversation with him. I want to remind everybody that coming this football season, we'll have six live shows on game days, home game days for EKU. We're going to have lunch at Mad Mushroom Pizza right across the street from EKU's campus. And we're going to do a live show. Our first show will be in just a few weeks. For the first home game of the season, it'll be at noon there at Mad Mushroom. We'll have live guests that are going to be coming on to talk about the EKU football season and the game ahead. Uh, we'll get uh, fans an opportunity to join the show, give predictions for the game and things like that, and also a chance to win some prizes. And uh, then we can also give you a discount on pizza. Mad Mushroom has been very kind to offer a discount to all those that come in during the show and uh, and have some lunch with us there so looking forward to that. We'll announce our guests for that first show uh, here in the coming days, uh, working on getting all that finalized and excited about getting a chance to, to meet you. Hopefully you'll come out to those shows and be a part of those. And with these early games, especially their, their, their kickoff time is six o'clock. So you can come have lunch with us. So it gives you plenty of time to get ready for your tailgate uh, there before the game and then be a part of the game as well. 
Our next interview is going to be with Coach Mike Dietzel, uh, the safeties coach. He's been with the program now. This will be his third season. And uh, this interview is presented by All Around Roofing. Uh, all Around Roofing takes care of all your exterior needs, not just your roofing needs. They do roofing replacements and repairs, but they also take care of siding, windows, soffits, gutters, anything on the outside of your home. They're going to take care of you, and they have done the roof on my house. Uh, I've had others that have reached out that have used them since uh, hearing them here on the show, and I've been very pleased with them as well. Uh, they do a great job. So you can find them on Facebook if you want to see some pictures of what they've done. Uh, all Around Roofing KY on Facebook, uh, or you can call 859-489-5179 and just let them know the sports stove sent you. And they'll come out and give you a free quote. They'll take care of you. Uh, you will not regret it. So this interview is presented by All Around Roofing. We are joined now by safety coach Mike Dietzel uh, on the program now. Coach, thanks for being with us. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Uh, we just talked with your protege. Uh, he said that you were his coach in college, uh, Chris Franklin. And uh, But uh, you've been, you're one of the newer, so to say, staff members on this football staff. Uh, you came in a year after a lot of the guys. Uh, how you like in Richmond? How you, how you like in EKU? Like it a lot. Like it a lot. Uh, my wife's from Kentucky, so we're coming home. Uh, it's been a, a good opportunity to come back to Kentucky. I was up in Michigan and New York and Indiana uh, after I left Kentucky before and now had a chance to come back. So we're closer to family, so everybody's happy. You've been around, uh, needless to say. You've, you've been around the around football for a really, really long time, and uh, that's great. You've coached offense and defense uh, throughout your, your career. Is there one that you just really like a lot more than the other, or is it just depending on the players and, the, and all that kind of stuff? No, I, I'm, I'm a defensive guy. The majority of my experience has been on defense. Um, I did have the opportunity to coach on offense early in my career and then also – I uh, was part of the triple option offense, and that's kind of what su suited me for offense because I, I had experience in that offense. Mm -hmm. So then when a job opened up at Army coaching the triple option, I had done that before at Colorado, so that's where that all started. But then and, once Army, sorry. I got back on defense and had been on defense pretty much all, my whole career. You, you played linebacker, is that correct? No, I was a DB. DB. Okay. Uh, so, so there you go. That makes a lot of sense then. Um, you are returning a leader of the defense in Joseph sales this year. One of the few familiar faces in the defensive backfield, uh, this season. Um, Joe got hurt in the spring. Um, I know when I last talked to him, he was about two weeks away from being full go. And that was, I think media day, um, or somewhere around there. So, How's Joe doing, and uh, what do you like about sales being a, a big part of your defensive backfield? Well, Joe's doing great, and physically, he's uh, he's right back to where he needs to be right now, and uh, and ready to compete at a high level. He's been practicing with us, and uh, has been explosive. He's got no issues with that uh, injury from the spring, and so he's uh, he's full throttle right now and doing really well. Uh, what I like about him more than anything, he's got great energy. He plays with a great passion, and uh, he flies around and makes a lot of plays. I mean, mm -hmm. he he's a sellout type of guy that just flies around and uh, does a great job of, you know, uh, attacking the football at a high level. And, the, you know, with his experience, he makes other guys better around him because he knows the defense. He's been in the system now for three years, and he knows calls and he knows how to get guys – 
in position, including the other safety, the other corner, as well as the outside and inside backer, which is all critical that we're all playing the same thing and the same coverage technique. And he can get those guys in position and let them know exactly what to do. And then also, because he's played a lot, he can alert them to things based on formation. You know, hey, watch this route, watch that route. Uh, they're going to come to the, he can make that stuff with just one or two words and give guys kind of a heads up what to expect, which is really huge. Last year, he was tied for the lead on the team with interceptions as well. So he's a playmaker at the same time as a leader and everything else with them. Uh, have you have you seen from him a fire? Is there a, a certain goal that he has in mind for this year? Um, you know, last year tied with Davion. I'm sure there's a little bit of a burn there to, to, to try to be the leader in interceptions this year. Well, I'm sure he has that goal to as many interceptions as he can. I mean, uh, he's he puts himself in a lot of positions to do that, you know. And so that's the first part. And then once you get there, finishing the play. But um, I'm sure he's got a, a high goal. Uh, and I don't know if he has a certain number in mind or anything like that, but I know he's got a high goal of of uh, making a lot of plays for us and, and trying to be a team leader in terms of interceptions one way or the other. And, of course, at safety, we talked about this with Coach Franklin a little bit, but safety, you've got multiple responsibilities, right? You've got pass coverage. You've got step up and, and stop the run. Uh, you got and sometimes blitzing, different things that go on with it. It's kind of a wide gamut of responsibilities at that position. It is, and I think that's what makes it fun because, you know, you could be blitzing on a, on a pass rush. You could be blitzing in a run. You could be playing outside coverage. You play man-to-man coverage. You play deep coverage. Uh, you have run fits interiorly as well. So it's really uh, a fun position to play because you're really in the mix of everything. And uh, you're not isolated to just playing out on number one every time and all that kind of stuff. You may be playing on a tight end. You might be playing on the inside receiver. You may be playing on the outside receiver at times. It just depends on the call. But you really got to have a lot of versatility. And the guys that uh, we can utilize our safeties that are that are well-rounded guys – uh, we can work with disguises and do a lot of stuff there to accent our defense and build numbers to the box, which uh, hopefully you're trying to outnumber opponents in some of those run situations. Uh, Nick cheeley has been around for a couple of years. This will be his fourth year in the program. He's a redshirt sophomore, I believe, this year. Um, and, yeah. uh, you know, he's he's played in several games, 19 games over the last two seasons. He's got a couple starts in there as well, and he's has some production in there too. So you look at Nick, what does he bring to this this safety group? Well, you just mentioned he's got experience. And, you know, I think one of the key things too, and, you know, a lot of young guys can learn from this, uh, you know, he's earned his stripes on special teams. Mm. Um, you know, he's been a special teams war daddy uh, for really a couple of years now and done a great job with that. And, and then what that does is buy confidence uh, with your teammates and also with the coaches that you're a reliable guy. And so he's uh, he's done a great job with special teams. He's been a backup. But he's also started games. So he's a guy that is a very valuable asset because he can play multiple positions on defense. He can play multiple positions on special teams. And he's a reliable guy that's going to do a great job wherever he's put. And uh, – and knows what he's doing in all those situations. So he's a smart player. He knows how to play a lot of positions, and he knows how to play them effectively. He fits that mold of the team, the team, the team, when he can fill in that many that many voids, <laughs> for sure. That's right. Uh, 
Mike Smith is a guy that people are really excited about. He comes in from Appalachian State. Um, I've talked with players, and there's just there's an excitement about what he brings to the table. And again, experience another another term we use this a lot when we're talking with EKU because even if they're new, it doesn't mean they're not experienced. They come in with experience as well. Uh, Mike Smith, I mean, uh, he brings that level with them. What what do you like about him? Well, he's an explosive player. I mean, he's a a, a really good uh, good athlete. Uh, he's tall and length. He's got good length. And he can fly around and make plays. Uh, he he comes to us. He's originally from Florida. And he went to Abbey State, and then he came to us, and we we're really happy to have him. Like I said, he brings uh, a lot of explosiveness, a lot of athleticism, and uh, he's really flashed at times. And you're like, wow, that's that's pretty impressive when you see him do some things defensively. Uh, another guy that comes in from a different school is Adrian Taff. He's uh, didn't get any any time there at Rutgers, but he, I've, I personally think it's great to come from a big program like that. I think the lessons you can learn there are are very special. Um, you guys have some guys on the team that have been in some uh, some you know Power Five conferences and things like that as well. Adrian comes with some some pretty nice size as well, uh, not short, and and he's he's not super skinny either. Uh, Adrian, what does he bring? And again, not a lot of experience necessarily. But he comes in from from another program. Yeah, he does, and he comes from Rutgers, and he's he's got a really high track, um, uh, a really high track background. His dad mm-hmm. is a track coach. He ran track a lot. Then he went to Bergen Catholic High School. If you know anything about New Jersey, Bergen Catholic is a, a big time football powerhouse, and he played football there and then went to Rutgers after that. So he's got some football background and and, uh, and a lot of success at those programs. And uh, so he comes in, and uh, he is a really a really fast player. Uh, you know, that track really shows up at times on in football where he's taking off and running. You're like, man, he's covering ground at a high level. And uh, so you know, we've been very fortunate to get some really good athletes coming in here. We got – like you said, Adrian from Rutgers. We got Mike Smith. Um, we got Jordan Marshall from Ball State. Uh, those guys are all coming in and, you know, have made a play only one year. But that experience that they have at those other schools can really come in and produ- produce dividends for us because they understand college football. They understand weightlifting. They understand the schedule. They know, how to, they know what the college classroom is like, and they know what college football system is like. So then when they get here – that transition isn't as big. And uh, both, a lot of these guys have uh, great pedigree. They come from good programs. And then when they get here, uh, we're real fortunate to have them and let them kind of uh, show us what they can do here and hopefully uh, give us a lot of productivity here. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned pedigree. Jordan Marshall uh, did come from Ball State, but his high school career, he was pretty solid. He was a three-star recruit coming out. Uh, first team All-State, first team All-District as a senior. Um, he's got turnovers, lots of turnovers, uh, a lot of good things that comes. And again, he's, he's a, he's a good sized kid too. He's not, he's not, he's no, uh, no slouch when you could look at the size factor of the position that safety brings with you. Um, and then Jet Hendrick, uh, is another guy from Tulsa that comes over as well. And, uh, and again, I've heard good things about him. He played at Tulsa, uh, several games at Tulsa for three years. And, uh, and again, that's that experience, right? You bring in a guy that's a little older and a lot of under his belt already. 
he's seen a lot. So how does that help the locker room? How does that help the film study? All those kinds of things. Yeah, and both those guys you just mentioned, uh, we really are uh, really excited about. I mean, Jordan, I knew in high school and uh, when I was at Ball State, uh, you know, we were part of that recruiting process. So I was very familiar with him and knew about him and was recruiting him uh, when I was at Ball State, but then he had the opportunity to come here. So that worked out real well. And we were very uh, familiar with him just from, you know, his high school background. Now, Jet uh, came to us from Tulsa and he, uh, his dad's a coach. So he's got a lot of uh, uh, background too, just from playing for his dad in high school and then understanding what that's all about. His mom was also a coach at, at the high school level. She was coaching um, volleyball and stuff like that. So, and, uh, and I think maybe track too. So, um, you know, he, he understands what, what uh, you know, a coach's son is all about and what it takes. And then he's a grad transfer. So he brings another sense of maturity to us and uh, we're excited about him too. I know you've got a meeting to get to. So I got two more questions for you. Uh, the first one is uh, okay. you have some experience in the XFL as a defensive coordinator and, uh, and, and working with the defense there. You look at these kids that are looking to get to that next level, looking to get to the professional uh, at some way or another. Do Does your time at the XFL help share with them, hey, guys, there are opportunities, even if you don't get drafted, even if you don't get to the NFL, there's opportunities out there that are actually really good opportunities for you? Yeah, especially now, because now there's more than one. <laughs> you know, there's about three leagues now they can get into, the USFL, the XFL, the NFL. So, yeah, and when I was in the XFL, most of the guys, every guy, I, had, I think I had eight DBs, every one of them had been in a camp in the NFL. So then we took them uh, based on, you know, their free agency or draft stash or whatever to go to the XFL, play for us. And then of those eight that I had, six of them went back to get on NFL rosters for the next season. Now, that was a long time ago. But the point is that, you know, you, all you need is an opportunity to get uh, get seen and get get film on you and give you a chance to go ahead and compete at a higher level and then see how that goes. But there's a lot of guys that, uh, that I had coached in the XFL that end up playing in the NFL a couple of years after that. Lots of opportunities right now. Um, last question for you, coach, so we can get you to your meeting on time. Just tell them Vince said it was okay. If they give you any, any beef, but um, uh, <laughs> one of our sponsors is mad mushroom pizza. So we ask everybody that comes on, if you're ordering a pizza, what's your go-to toppings? What do you got to have on a pizza? Uh, I'm a big pepperoni guy. I like pepperoni and green peppers. Pepperoni and green peppers. I like it. That was my college pizza. That's what I went to in college all the time. Uh, <laughs> Coach Mike Dietzel, he's with the safeties uh, again this year. We're looking forward to the year. Looking forward to what your group has to bring to this team, to add to this team. It's going to be a great, fun defense to watch. And so we're looking forward to what's ahead. Thanks for spending some time with us. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Does the exterior of your home need a facelift? All Around Roofing has you covered. All Around Roofing is a locally owned company servicing Madison County and all of Central Kentucky. From roof repairs and replacements to gutters, siding, windows, soffits, chimney flashings, and more. All Around Roofing provides quality work and friendly service that will leave your house looking great. Call today, 859-489-5179 to get a free quote. That's 859-489-5179. We can handle your all-around exterior needs at All Around Roofing.
Thank you, Coach Dietzel. Appreciate the time uh, with him. I had a fun conversation before we recorded that interview. Uh, we did the Chris Franklin interview right before that one. And I uh, just got a good feeling uh, about the relationship that those guys have. Coach Franklin playing for Dietzel uh, at, and, at Western and uh, the good relationship that they have and work together there with those defensive backs as well. All right, it is time for our interview with John Blunt Jr. He's a returning cornerback, played a lot last year, and we talk about some of the heartbreak last year, but also what's ahead. And I'll tell you, this kid is not lacking in confidence in the growth that he has made from last season to this season, and I'm really excited to see how his game grows, especially this season, adding, as Coach Franklin talked about, that size, uh, a little bit of size, but adding that uh, physicality to his game as well. And uh, he's a confident kid. And I think you're going to enjoy this interview. I know I sure did. This interview is presented by IPM Pest and Termite. IPM Pest and Termite is Central Kentucky's neighborhood pest professionals. And again, I guarantee you will not go wrong with this company. I use them at my house. I pastor a church in Richmond and I use them at our church as well. IPM Pest and Termite guarantees their services. They show up at the time they say they're going to show up. They do give you a little window of when they'll come, but they always show up on time. Uh, they have great service. You can go look for yourself at the ratings and reviews from on Google or Yelp or anywhere else of IPM Pest Termite. Um, but I am uh, someone who can speak personally for the service you're going to get from IPM Pest Termite. You're going to love it. Find more information online, myipm.com, myipm.com. If you use IPM Pest Termite, make sure you let them know you heard about them here on the Sports Stove Local Hour, and we would surely appreciate that. But we, we greatly appreciate the support of IPM Pests and Termite. So as IPM gets rid of pests, uh, John Blunt Jr. tries to be a pest on the field against the uh, opposing wide receivers. Here's the interview with John Blunt Jr. We are joined now by EKU cornerback John Blunt Jr. John, thanks for being with us. We really appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate you guys for having me here. Yeah, you're one of the uh, holdovers from last year. A lot of new faces in the defensive backfield this year. Uh, last year, you ended the season with on Phil, Phil Steele's third team All-A-Sun uh, with 18 tackles and eight pass breakups. I asked Coach Franklin about this. Um, it, that's a great line, by the way, 18 tackles, eight pass breakups. Um, are you working on getting some interceptions this year? Is that like a, a focus point for you, or is it just kind of whatever comes your way? It, You know. It's kind of like a bad taste on my tongue. It's, okay. it's a it's a focus point, but at the same time, it's not. I'm gonna get it how I need to, but at the same time, I will trust me. You got my word. I have a lot of picks. Trust me. Okay, nice. Uh, you you lost one of your running mates, and Davion Ross. Um, he led the team, tied with Joe Sales last year in interceptions. So it's got to be replaced somewhere uh, for sure. And from what I hear, everything's looking good for you. Everything's in, you're improving. Uh, off of what you did last year already and are you feeling more comfortable this year or has there just been kind of maybe a couple things here and there that you've cleaned up uh yeah I feel a lot more comfortable I'm I'm getting more to the trying to be more consistent hmm. you know it's, it's hard to be perfect but I'm gonna try to be this year because I feel like last year that was my problem was inconsistency and some things so I want to be more consistent and make those plays that I know that I can because they've seen me do it multiple times is there a play from last year that sticks in your head, like one that you just can't forget? Indiana State. Yeah. Fourth quarter. <laughs> that was a tough yeah. one. Wasn't it? Yeah, that, that play is actually a play that our offense run, and I've picked it multiple times. So. Exactly. 
man it won't happen no more (laughs) (laughs) well and and it got better right it it did get better as the season went on and there were things that were there uh coach talked about you uh, working on being more physical this year um what what goes into that becoming more physical it's it's more i'm I'm able to since i'm getting more comfortable i'm able to play more fast Mm. so now everything is coming more full speed last year was more like a hesitation with some things because i didn't want to guess wrong You've had success. You had uh, um, you had your freshman year at McNeese State. You had a ton of success at Cisco. Uh, then you went to Western, and I, if I think Franklin, uh, I don't remember if Coach Franklin said he recruited you at Western Kentucky or coached you at Western Kentucky. Yeah, he did. Okay, he, he recruited me there. Okay, and uh, and then and then you end up here at EKU. Uh, ultimately, what brought you to EKU? Him. Okay. Him. Yeah, because it was it was it's cold. It was still COVID, so I didn't get to take a visit. And the way that everything happened, I mean, I didn't really have time for a visit. It was more of like I need to pick a school, so I had somewhere to go. And the, the other choices that I had really was it was kind of far. Mm-hmm. And since my family moved from Texas to be here, I was like, why not? I'm closer to home actually being here than WKE. Gotcha. Your family are they where are they at now? Uh, they're in Lexington. Okay, perfect. Uh, yeah, so so they are very very nice and close. Uh, uh, talk about the game day experience at EKU last year uh, for EKU crowds. It was good crowds. I know the uh, the anticipation is they'll be better this year as well. They added some some you know flair last year with the lights and some different things. What's game day experience like uh, at EKU? It's very different from it because mm-hmm. it's more of a a campus feel. It's more of that type of energy compared to being in the South where it's more band, you know, it's, it's more band, more music type of feel more than you feel the people. When here you see everybody like alumni, even the cheerleaders on our way to the walk down, uh, the, the older, the older players that from back a long time ago with the winning successful teams coming back to being with us in the locker room, that type of feel I never really had hmm. like my first two years. What kind of impact does that have? Having those old guys come in and talk about the history of the program, the success of the program, stuff like that. Because I'm a long ways away from your age. Um, it's been a while since I was your age. So what kind of impact does that have, having those guys come back and talk with the team? You see them at practice and things like that as well. It makes you want to play harder. Hmm. I don't know why, but it, it, it does. When, it just hears, when you hear them talk about like their success, and like the field that it needs to be on the field, like when you play in that stadium, it it, it kind of brings a different energy out of you. It's almost well, like out of me. it's almost like it's a matter of pride. Because yeah, <laughs> Will says that a lot. Yeah, yeah, he likes that one. Uh, he likes that one for sure. Um, uh, you look at the schedule. It's a very tough schedule this year. It's not not a not a push pushover schedule for you guys. Is there a game on the schedule that you have circled that you're really excited to play? Uh, an opponent that you're really looking forward to playing? East New Michigan. The first one? Is that the only reason why? Yeah. And it's <laughs> really. Yeah. Um, you know, we've talked because I've asked I've asked everybody this question. I've asked the coaches this question. I've asked the other players we've had on this question. And basically it comes down to usually th- one of three answers. Eastern Michigan, because it's the first one, the next one. Mm-hmm. Um, Central Arkansas, because there's a lot of familiarity there with them. And then Jacksonville State, because the way the year ended last year was so much fun. Um, talk about the difference of emotions between that Indiana State game to that Jacksonville State game. 
And you know, it, it's crazy because the Indiana State game, I played in that one. But I wasn't even there for Jacksonville State. I had a concussion from SFA. So oh. I, I watched that game at home, like on mm -hmm. the TV. Because I was first, that was the first week. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, so, man, that's crazy. Uh, so, talk about that that idea because there's a lot of question marks around football. Some people are like, "Oh, kids shouldn't play football because it's dangerous." Other people are like, "Well, learn how to play, and it's not as dangerous at the very least." Um, you've you've experienced some some of that danger of football, um, but I assume you would say it's completely worth it. Yeah, it is. It's a give or take because it's not really something that. I mean that that second part you said. I mean I wouldn't say it like that, but sure, sure. <laughs> the older you get, and the more you learn how to use your helmet and really like use your pads and use your equipment for what it's there for. I mean that that risk is uh, it's there every play, but it's it's not like what you think. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I'd let my kids play if they wanted to, um, as long as they had good coaching. <laughs> that yeah. comes down to, to the young kids, right? Um, talk to me about uh, a little bit more about your future. So. I'm assuming you have a goal to continue playing after college. Would that be true? Yes, sir. All right. So we've had some scouts and teams come through and stuff like that. Have they given you any specific instruction or told the coaches something for you that, uh, to kind of improve on, to focus on, to work on, to get you ready for that next level? Not that I know of. Okay. Because I haven't really asked. I haven't yeah. really let that, I'll let that go. Yeah. Well, and I mean, you're getting there now, right? You're, uh, is it a, you're Richard Jr. this year. Is that true? Yes, it's a No, this is my redshirt senior year. Redshirt senior, okay. Redshirt senior year. So this year is kind of the, one of the the big years, right? To put the to put the tape up there for people to see. And do you have a preference? Do you like uh, not a preference, but do you like um, uh, any opportunity to blitz? Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, so what's the, what's the best thing? The best feeling on the field, not counting touchdown. What's the best feeling on the field? Is it an interception? Is it a big hit? Is it a, a a blind side on the quarterback? What's the best feeling? You know, lately it's a big hit because I don't know. It's just as a corner, like sometimes you don't really get that chance for real. So like when you do, you got to make a count. And yeah. when you do it, it, it do feel good. It do feel good. <laughs> I love it. Um, you, I've heard a lot of talk about strength and conditioning this year. Uh, it seems like a lot of guys have put on weight um uh, and to go with with you know speed and everything like that have, have you um changed anything physically through throughout the off season yeah i actually uh i ended the summer i ended the summer i think i was like 175 so i was like low mm. and then uh the highest i got this far count was 185 okay and you're what six one right yes sir yeah, so get some size. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, this is going to be a fun season, John. I, I know there's an expectation, um, and, and you know, on guys like you and Joe who who played a lot last year and are back, and and you know, there's there's expectation there and and anticipation, I guess. But I think it's good. I, I'm looking forward to the season. I think you guys have a stout defense, and uh, I mean, what's the potential for this defense? Is it, is it top defense in the ASUN? Is it? Uh, is there another metric that that we should be looking at? You'll see September second. Okay, <laughs> but I will say is though I definitely believe in our defense, and that yep. is the best defense in the conference. But I'd rather show you than tell you. Sure, sure, I can I can appreciate that. But I'm with you, man. I think just everything that's here. I mean, you got returning guys with tons of experience. You got new guys that come in, transfers that have championship experience. 
Um, you've got young guys coming up too. This this defense looks to be stout. And I'm not knocking the offense. I think the offense is going to be really good this year too. Uh, so it's, uh, the team looks really, really good. So first game coming up at Eastern Michigan. Uh, road trip for your first two two games of the season. And, uh, and then we finally get you back at home as well. Uh, John, I close all my interviews asking this question this year. One of our sponsors, Mad Mushroom Pizza, is our main sponsor, our title sponsor for this program. And so I ask everybody, if you're ordering a pizza, what's your go-to toppings? What do you got to have on a pizza? I think I'm basic because I just like pepperoni. That's it. Okay. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Uh, I myself had pepperoni today for lunch. So there you go. <laughs> all right. John Blunt Jr., uh, redshirt senior this year coming back, playing a major role on this EKU defense as well. Good luck this season, John. Thank you so much for coming on with us. We're really looking forward to what's ahead for you. Appreciate you having me. Yes, sir. With over 20 years of experience, Matt Schaefer and the good folks at locally owned IPM Pest and Termite provides pest control service for all of Central Kentucky's pest control needs. Whether you have a current pest control problem or want to prevent infestation from ever entering your home, IPM Pest and Termite offers maintenance programs that will help keep pests out of your home and provide peace of mind. So for dependable, reliable services that you can count on, get in touch with our good friend Matt Schaefer at IPM Pest and Termite today at myipm.com. That's M-Y-I-P-M dot com. There you have it, folks. Uh, I don't know about you, but I listening to these coaches, listening to these players that we've talked through all throughout these previews, I'm fired up for football season. And it is here. Next week's episode, the goal is to have Coach Wells on to get us ready for the final parts of this uh, of this preparation as they head up to Eastern Michigan for week one of the college football season a week from Saturday uh, what an exciting time to be a Colonel fan. And I'm really looking forward to what's ahead. So make sure you tune in next week as we continue our, our final preparation for the EKU football season. We're really looking forward to it. Follow us on social media if you don't already. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Sports Stove. We're on Facebook as well. Honestly, we're more active on Twitter than anywhere else. So uh, at Sports Stove on Twitter and Instagram. We're also on YouTube. We're on every podcast platform out there as well. And so make sure you you look us up, subscribe, share, let people know about this podcast. We do our best to cover EKU sports um, in a detailed and fun way. Always talking to players, coaches, and people within the organization. So please let people know about us. If they don't know about us already, we surely appreciate it. Uh, Look us up at Game Days. You can come find us at Mad Mushroom for our tailgate show. You can um, uh, catch us after the game, walking down to where we do the press conferences and things like that. Make sure if you're listening, I would love to hear from you. I'd love to know what you think about the show and uh, and appreciate your kind words throughout the past as well. Well, I want to thank our sponsors, Mad Mushroom Pizza, All Around Roofing, and IBM Pest and Termite for their continued support and help of this program. I want to thank you for listening. Thank you, Rickson, uh, for helping us get the guests lined up this week. And thank you to our guests, Coach Franklin and Dietzel and John Blunt Jr. as well. Thank you for tuning in to today's edition of the Sports Stove Local Hour. Until next time, we'll see you around the Sports Stove. 
McKinney looks, steps into pocket, throws open, receiver, touchdown! Colonels, we're not done yet! Our identity is we're going to press for 40 minutes, we're going to play up-tempo, we're going to play with unbelievable passion, and then our brand is the most exciting 40 minutes in sports.